The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I wasn't trying to be embarrassing. It was embarrassing. Like, I mean, surely there's somebody else. I overheard it, and it was one of the <laughs> owners. It was embarrassing. I was like, God, because I had told. Was he like trying to send a message to me or something? No, it wasn't. It was it was the female that was only in there for a little while, and so it was like the owner person. Oh. And I don't think that yeah that they knew that it was that it was. That's me? why I had told you that it was important. I was, but I'm sorry, to, I got full. I got full. I was You're just such full. a I baby. I can't You're finish it. You're such a baby. I can't, I'm, not a, I'm not a baby. I'm a man. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. We have lots to talk about today, but I do want to say this. Rose City Comic Con, one of the fine sponsors of Fun Employment Radio for this month, has just announced their panels. Ooh. So the panels are officially, officially public now, the programming, or at least the programming schedule for them. So you can check that out at rosecitycomiccon.com, where you can also pick up your tickets for the entire festival, which is going on September 7th through the 9th. 7th through the 9th. Sarah. That's wonderful. That's a lot of information. It is a lot of information. Save that weekend. Save that weekend and pick up your tickets to Rose City Comic Con. Some of the panels, uh, women authors in fantasy and sci-fi. Oh, very Um, cool. They've got, oh my God, there's tons of them. It's Star Trek Day. One all about Star (gasps) The science of time travel. Oh my gosh. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I can tell you. You're really excited. I love time travel stuff. Time travel or parallel universe, like you've got me in. Oh, I know. Hooked. That's what it is. Would you go forward or backward in time? You asked me this once a month and every... (laughs) Sarah, which would you do? If you had the choice... I would go backward. Okay, would you rather go... God, this is so boring. Would you rather go a thousand years into the future or a thousand years into the past? If you had your choice, which would you rather do? Uh, A week. The past. You'd rather go a thousand years in the past? It's not going to be fun for you. Just no, so you know, not. <laughs> depending on where I don't it think is. yeah, depending on where you're at. Well, it couldn't it, maybe it won't be fun. The way things are going now, could probably won't be fun for me in the future. Could either. be, but assume humanity survives, uh, and you know by that time we should be a spacefaring uh, peoples. And I'm I'm thinking like, would you? Which would you rather do? Like, I mean, would, thousand... I be, would I be equipped with all the things I would need to like breathe and live in the future? Yeah, you're not going to show up and just be like and oh, be like me, like you my, popped out in the middle of my, space. My, you know, that's like it. Like 20, the 18 meat sack, like, ah. No, you get to show up and, you know, you you pop up in like a futuristic city and you can walk around there and you get provided the clothes. Okay, I'd probably do that then. Or you can go a thousand years in the past and be in, you know, like, I don't know, England or something, or I don't know where you would want yeah, to be a thousand like years past. A thousand years whatever. ago doesn't sound like it was that much fun, to be honest. Yeah, I suppose Like, not. that's kind of that period where it's like, okay. it's a little iffy. Well, as you can tell, Greg will not be hosting this panel because he clearly has, uh, you know, well, he does have a fine grasp of the concept of time travel. Oh, I mean, look, I'm just saying if you were to if you were to propose that question, like if people had to do that, I would I would go to the future for at that point. Now, if you had 2000 years, then I want to go to ancient Rome. Okay, I want to check out ancient Rome and do all that stuff. Wonderful. Otherwise, I'd want to go on a spaceship and I want to go live on a planet somewhere. That would be pretty cool. Okay. well, anyway, um. You can discuss all that and more, or you don't have to, and just go see the experts at Rose City Comic Con. <laughs> Listen to them talk about it, yes. Listen to them talk about it. <laughs> they are probably better at it than me. Um, all right. What we're talking about, though, here at the show, beginning of the show, is 
I don't know whether I need to issue an, like an official apology because I didn't mean to offend, but I didn't realize it was offensive. And I need to ask people if you think this is an offensive thing that I did. Because or not. let me tell you, before this actually happened, I had like picked up on the fact that I thought that this might be offensive. Turns out I was correct. Maybe not offensive, that isn't the right word, but it was noticed. It was noticed. It was observed. Okay. So, it's Burger Week here in Portland, which means there's, I don't know how many different places. There's like, it's like 50, I think. 50 different restaurants here in town. All have, I think all the burgers are $5. Is that what yep, the deal Yep, so it's is? $5 all around town. So, all these um, different places make these specialty burgers for Burger Week where you can go and try them out. These um, incredible burger inventions that these, uh, that these chefs and people yeah. make and bust their asses to make. If you're all going like to Burger Week. All like unique burgers. Yeah. And yeah, it's really, it's really pretty cool. So, they're like all over the place. And you can try all different kinds. And also, remember, if you're going to Burger Week, be sure to bring money to tip. You can afford a burger. You can afford to tip. Uh, that is absolutely mm-hmm. true. Yes, you can definitely afford to tip. If and also, like grab a drink or like some sides or something because, like any, because these people participating in Burger Week, like they they put a lot of time and effort into making this. But you know, the, they need to also like make their money as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah you know, you want to make sure. I mean, being in the service industry, yeah, I'm sure I know people get a little frustrated with it. Um, yeah, and that's and I think that's important for any kind of thing. Like always, tip. You know, and I I tip. I'm a tipper. Oh yeah, you are. You know, I make sure that I tip. Yes. Except for the gas station, I don't tip at the gas station. That's okay. Yeah, I, don't I think mean, it's one of those does. things where I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, so that's that's going on, um, and with that, we went to one of the places and tried out one of the burgers. And what was all on this burger? It's like an onion ring. Peanut butter bacon or so jalapeno one, bacon. Uh, so this one is called the Carnival Burger. So it was um, it was bacon, jalapeno, brown sugar, like sl- like onion slaw stuff on top of it, with um, some sort of cheese uh, like cheese melt, and then it was the burger with pickles and so I don't know. It was fucking amazing, and an onion ring inside of it, and then on top and a little toothpick was a little mini hot uh, that's corn dog. What, that's what sold you, wasn't it? It was the little little mini corn. Well, dog. I just ate that really quick, so I didn't even. I love anything <laughs> corn dog. It's true. You are you are Sarah Hot Dog Dylan. So, so we went there and we tried this burger. But here's my problem, though, and this is true of any. If you've ever eaten anywhere around me, I have a real hard time finishing a meal. I'm just trained, and it isn't even meant to be a pun. But his last name is Nibbler for a reason. Oh my god, I didn't even. But think about that. I swear, like Greg only, and also I've seen his parents eat before. They all do it. <laughs> All the nibblers don't eat all of their food all the time. You basically just like eat a portion of it and then set it all aside for later. Yeah, and then we set it aside and we're like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, like who? Do- okay, I'm done. No, and then no, and then you you box it up. Like you don't waste it. Usually you box it up. But that's why when I'm eating, I plan it out. So if I have like a meal in front of me, I will plan out, and my body just automatically knows to shut off when I reach halfway through. And I'm like, okay, that's it. I'm halfway through. Now I'm done. And that's where I'm at right now. Oh, it's being asked if even my brother does that. You know? I don't think your brother does. My brother Maybe my, it's part of the- My brother definitely gets boxes. I mean, so he might be on the same thing as me. I'd have to ask him. I don't pay- I, did, I didn't pay that much attention. Yeah, he might. <clears throat> he might do it too. Like, we're just trained to do it. You eat half and then you save half for later. And then that way you have some uh, later on. Keelan's saying saving food is the Great Depression- is like the Great Depression or some shit. <laughs> I mean- uh, yeah, it's just it's just how I I don't know I never thought about it like that's how I grew like, up. Just it's how I'm trained. It's what he goes, I think. When he goes to a restaurant, he just needs to like order his food and a box. 
like at that same time. I always need a box. Yeah. Except for this one, I we went there for Burger Week, and I was like, okay, no, I'm going to try to eat the entire thing. And I, and I couldn't. I just can't. Like, my mind shuts off when I reach a certain point. But I went past the halfway point. So the halfway point of eating food is that's when you get the box. Generally speaking, if you're talking about a burger. If you go three quarters, no, nah, you don't get a box for that last quarter. And that's where I got stuck. So I tried to go the whole distance and eat the entire burger. And it was very good. It was really good. But I was like, okay, no, I should eat this entire thing. And I got there and I got like three quarters of the way through. I'm like, nope, that's it. Body's done. I just couldn't eat anymore. Like, it would be forcing. It isn't a couldn't eat anymore. It's a wouldn't eat anymore. There is a difference. You could physically eat. I don't know. It, it felt like, I, like it, it was feels a, physically like I can't. I've seen you put down like half a pizza. No, you have not ever seen me put down half a pizza in one sitting. I've, when, when we've had, like all been out. Maybe had, like, over like hours, but I have never, I can guarantee you I have never eaten half Oh, I half guess that could be pizza. true because Greg does complain about people like, why isn't there any pizza left? Because yeah. everybody's eating the pizza and you can't just sit around <laughs> for three hours waiting for drunk people to not eat pizza. Categorically, I can say in my entire life, I have never sat down and eaten an entire half of a pizza oh, I have. in one sitting. Yeah. That's just not happening, which is why, yeah, I hate ordering pizza with other people. You know, I just have to plan out. I'm like, okay, well, I'm only going to get two pieces max because everybody else is going to eat faster than me. Um, so, so I reached that point and I just couldn't eat anymore. But this is what I was worried about was that, you know, you warned me. You're like, okay, you need to finish that because this is a special burger week and you need to finish it. And, and they're going to be offended. I I, no, I wasn't saying, I'm just like, hey, I'm like, you're almost done with it. Just, just finish the burger. Like, you know, they worked really hard at this. You could tell they're really proud. Like. Just eat two more bites. But it wasn't that I didn't like it. Like, even when they came over and picked them up, you're, I was like, oh, it was whiny. really good. It was really good. <sighs> yeah, he did look a little questioning. Yeah. There. I know, because it probably hurt his feelings. And I was they like, put no, a lot it's, of time it's and really good. Uh, I'll have to, I'll, I'll um, yeah, I was just like, I just got full. And I told him, I'm like, ah, I just got full. Well, that's a real manly statement. I just got full. My tummy's too full. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know anything about the manly side of it. I mean, I am a man. We said that at the very beginning of the show, just to clarify any kind of rumors. Yep. Uh, I'm not a baby. But, uh, but yeah, I, I ate what I could, and then they came over and they picked it up. But I did not realize it was a big issue, and that's what I wanted to ask everybody listening to. Is that ins- insulting? Like, if you're a cook or you're a chef somewhere, and I don't finish what you put out there, and it's something like that, a special dish, is that insulting? Or have I offended someone? I'm not saying that. So this is where this comes to, because I'm not saying that anyone sounded insulted or offended. But I was overhearing one of the owners or the manager talking to someone. And uh, somebody else is very complimentary about the burger. They're like, this is the best one I've had so far this week. It was amazing. And the woman's like, yeah, you know, we've had uh, like a really positive response to this. Like every single person that has come in today has cleaned their entire plate. Except for one. <laughs> And I overheard that. I'm like, because I had gone to the and bathroom. And I was or, there. And I had gone to the bathroom or something. I'd come back and I was like, because I didn't know, because Greg's plate was gone by the time I got back. I'm like, oh, he must have finished it. And then as soon as I heard her say that, I'm like, Greg, did you eat your burger? Did you finish your burger? He's like, well, no, I ate like three quarters of it. I ate three quarters of it. And then, you know, I had to finish it. God, they were talking about it. So they probably had a discussion. Where they're yeah. having to go well, because she was this. talking to another person about it who was saying how much they had enjoyed it. Like She's like, yeah, everyone seems to pretty much love it except for, okay. and they clean their plates except for one person. Okay, we're and getting some like, oh my God. some comments coming through from the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club. $6.99 a month, the first week is free. $80 for the entire year. You can listen live and join in the chat. Um, Jasmine just said, I was a chef for years. It's good if you take it, bad if you don't eat it and leave it. 
<sighs> I'm also seeing some other comments. Uh, Jacob said, Greg, the only thing I'm hearing is that you don't overeat like me and the rest of America. You poor thing. Get fat and stop being a dickhead. <laughs> So, <laughs> there's all right, Greg. All right, okay, so Squatch is asking. Depends on how much you leave. What condition was it? Is did you did you disassemble it and eat out certain bits? Uh, n- no. Did no. you eat the onion ring? I ate part of. I did. I ate part of the onion ring because the onion ring fell out. So it's like, oh, so own. the onion ring is good, but the rest of this, blah. No. Okay, I ate three quarters of the burger. In all fairness, enough for somebody to notice. Enough for somebody to notice. And then, uh, and then I was done because I didn't want to carry one quarter of a burger. It's not like a giant because it's wide not that burger. much food. Yeah, because you could have just finished it. My mind said I couldn't. My brain said no, you can't eat that. I just I can't fight it. Like it would be like forcing it down if I were to like force myself oh. to eat that. Oh. No, I'm not saying the that's horror. a good or a bad thing. I'm saying that that's what my mind shuts off at that point. My mind is built to eat half of my food take the other half in a box. And it's probably just because that's how I was, how I grew up. Like, we always get boxes because we always eat half of it and then you take half of it for later. I don't know. I don't know why. It's really hard for me to ever change from that, though. Like, it's, well, I just I will don't say know it was a little embarrassing because, like, I ate my, I was part of the Clean Plate Club and I did my due diligence and I knew going into Burger Week, like, like, you eat the burger. Even if, if it's not that great, then then you don't have to. But this was an excellent burger. The people yeah. were really nice. It was a good place that we were at. Like, I just did feel like maybe... Because they were very excited when, you know, I said, like, oh, my gosh, this it was is very. Good. I was very complimentary. I tipped well. Like, I did all that. And I said, you know, this is a really good burger. And I did Except say... Except for I full. didn't want to finish it. Uh, it's be, Okay, I'm noticing some of the comments coming through. And again, if you're listening to the podcast, send us an email. Let me know. What is the correct way? And especially, you know, any chefs, like, do you get offended about that? Am I being offensive by not doing that? Or, or is it just, you're like, okay, that guy's a jerk, or do you not care? Like, I really am curious. Uh, so taking a look here. I don't know. I think I'm just aware of what pe- I just, I know how, like, much work that they put into it. And I'm just like, just take two more bites, man. Just be a little uncomfortable for a little bit. But, you know, show, like, that's their hard See, work. See, I didn't think about it, though, that it would be a thing for them. But that's what I told you. I said, Greg, just finish your burger. And you're yeah, like, no, I, I didn't want to. I'm not hungry. Excuse me? I thought you were just talking. I'm, I don't know. I thought you were just making fun of me. I didn't know it was actual, like, you know, things that happened. I mean, I don't cook very week. often. But if I do make something for somebody... Um, like say like I don't know some sort of breakfast or I, I can make like some like good fajitas or something and if somebody like only ate part of it and then left part of it laying there I would kind of feel like garbage I'd be like well you don't you like it enough to eat some of it but it's like not good enough that you can't finish it so it's <laughs> I mean I know when I okay made, I know okay. I mean do you ever get insulted if you've made something and somebody doesn't finish all of it uh, like what food? Like what if you made one of your like buffalo burgers that you talk about and then someone My ate. Buffalo burgers are delicious. They have blueberries in them. Okay. What if you like took the time to make the patties and, you know, put this burger together for someone and then they ate like three quarters of it and they're like, oh, I'm full. And they no, I'd be fine with it. I'd be fine you with that. You would not be fine. I You're, would that absolutely is your be lying fine face. That. that is not you lying. You are lying. Somebody ate three quarters of it? You would be like, that it? is valuable buffalo meat or Oh, whatever. maybe looking at it from that aspect. No, be absolutely like, that was expensive. you would. No, you'd be like, what's wrong with it? It's but, the yeah, but, perfect burger. But that's different because I paid for the food. Then I would be like, well, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if somebody ate three quarters of it because I'd be like, I understand that. If somebody ate like two bites out of it and didn't eat the rest, then I would be annoyed because I'd be like, well, why did you take it if this isn't something that you like? 
Oh, Jess says Greg sounds like a perfect eater. Kiss ass. Sarah's <laughs> a bad influence. Team Greg. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Squatch says if you ate all the fries and didn't finish the special burger, that is also a bit rude. Yes. I did not finish the fries. But he did eat a lot of the fries, and if he wouldn't have eaten all the goddamn fries, then he wouldn't have been able to finish his burger. I can't eat a burger without fries. Burgers come with fries. That's how that works. In my mind, burgers come with fries. Keelan's on my chips. team. Well, not, maybe it's not my team, but it's a, t- a team eat your fucking food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, someone's attractive cousin just said, at Greg, imagine if Sarah painted you a lovely dog portrait, which you did pay me one one, yes. one time. And then you asked for a smaller frame and cut 75% out of the middle of the picture. That's what you did to the chef at the restaurant. Oh. That's <laughs> not quite the same. That's a bit extreme. Because also it wasn't like super busy in there right then. So, I mean, we were like, we talked to the chef. Like he came over and asked us how, like how our burgers were. And, and he was very nice. I mean, it's so, like, we had had some communication. It wasn't one of those places where there was like a thousand people in there. It was just like, well, there were only a few of us in there look, at that time. We were at a, there at a slow point. I don't know what the proper thing is to do. I'm getting conflicting information, and that's why we're asking uh, everyone listening to let, let me know. I think it's just kind of. Do I just force feed myself? <laughs> like, that's what I have to do so as not to worry about upsetting the chef? I don't think that if, if you're not worried about upsetting the chef, then that's. Well, on I you. don't want to offend somebody. That's not necessary. That's why I'm, I'm, I think the bottom line is this. I need to stick to just eating half and then I take a box. Would that have been bad for something like Burger Week? I don't like know Burger if you week? can take a box for Burger Week. What do you mean? I, I don't know. There are box? some like, I don't know, some of the restaurants, it's specific. Like, like you, you can only to, like, eat it in house and yeah, I can't take it? Yeah, some of them you can like dine, just dine in. I only. paid for it. Oh, Jesus. Then I'm going to bring a plastic baggie with me. I'm going to become that guy. Okay. No, I'm not that bad. I haven't become that guy yet. Although I totally understand the people that do that. I mean, when I stay in a hotel, I take all the soap. I take all the, all the toilet. I shouldn't be admitting this stuff. Um, yeah, you have cargo shorts, it's being pointed out. I wasn't wearing cargo shorts yet that day, though. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, you have to always make sure to put on your cargo shorts when you're going out. <laughs> so I've got a pocket full of burgers mm-hmm. and different food. No, because if I put it in there, I'll forget about it. That'll, that's what will happen. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Jasmine just said, also, chefs actually know if stuff's good or not. If you don't like it, they don't think it's them. They would think it's me. I'm the problem. Okay. That's interesting. <sighs> Because if it's everybody except for you who has cleaned their plates, that really is just kind of a you problem. Maybe it is. Edward just said, we hate those people, Greg. They never tip and super demanding. Are you talking about the people that take the soaps and stuff from the, from, from the bathroom when you stay in a hotel? Because, I mean, not, that's not me if that's a bad thing. Uh, yeah, I totally do it. But I do tip. I'm, I'm a tipper. So, that's, so I do that. Have you ever considered carrying a purse, Greg? You could lie on the inside with saran wrap and just slip your leftovers in. It's true. I did kind of want to get... I kind of wanted a box, but I'm like, eh, I shouldn't ask for a box. All right. Well, anyway, I'll... It was very funny. Try to do better, it but it's very hard for me. The only, no, that's... It's hard. It's Okay, but it's hard it, one of the other it. things that was pointed out about this is that people want to know about your Switch. What's that? Because that does seem like a really valuable thing because a lot of people, including myself, don't have the stop eating. You've had enough food. Like, yeah. how does the switch work? So, how do, you, how do you tell yourself to just that it's enough? Well, I mean, I've never thought it through, but the way it works is when I'm eating, like, say, we'll, we'll use a burger for an example, a burger and fries, but at like a, a nicer restaurant, not like a quick fast food burger because okay. that, that'll probably eat the whole thing. But like, if I'm going to a sit down meal, even if it's just at a bar, uh, in my mind, half is what I already know. Half is what I'm going to eat, but I don't necessarily. 
I, I don't know. Like the switch just it just turns on to where I just get full. It just I seems like a waste full. of money to me because I'm not going to carry around a doggy bag all night, like especially if well, I'm going out to dinner. It depends on the situation. Like if I'm going out afterward, then yeah, okay, that's then sure I don't want to carry it. But most of the time when I'm eating like that, like I'm going to be going back home sooner than later. And so I will take it with me. And then I'll get hungry again in about an hour, hour and a half. That's when I'll eat the rest of it. Maybe two hours. And I'll, then, then, I'll, then I'll eat the rest of it. Like, I don't let it go to waste. But how this switch works, I just, I don't, it's just so strange. It, I don't know. I never thought about it. I think I'm just trained that way from... Your parents? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, it's ingrained in me that we get, we get to-go boxes. That's what we do. I don't know. It's so strange. Let's see. It's, it's coming up next, the Greg Nibbler meal plan. Eat half. Save half for later. That's, that's what the plan is. You should write a book about it. Also, that. if you're going to eat half, if you're getting a burger and fries, make sure you save enough fries to go with that other half a burger. Because if you eat all your fries, that half a burger is not going to be as good unless you have those, those fries to go with it. So if you're at like a Red Robin thing, what you do is you make sure you eat the fries there, and then you order another basket of fries because they're free. That way you're getting extra food out of the deal. And you save, like, the good burger for later. Fill up on those fries. Get an extra basket of fries, and then take it home later. Uh, that works for people. I don't like to eat my food, like, secondhand. Like, I like to eat it when it's fresh and ready, not, like, reheated. Yeah. Okay. I don't have any problem with it. Um, okay, yeah. So, the, I mean, if you want questions, I'll answer these questions. Reheating fries, are you a savage? It's been, <laughs> you, what you do is you turn on the oven, and you turn it up to, you uh, turn it up to, like, 400 degrees and just throw them in for like a minute and then they should be fine. Wait, a minute? Yeah, I mean, once you turn it up really hot, yeah, it doesn't take very long. It doesn't take very long and they'll still be crispy when you get in there. Greg's restaurant tips. Yep, that's exactly what we're doing. Anyway. All right, anyway, I think the bottom line is... Catherine says they aren't meals. His parents messed him up. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, we're also little people. I'm not going to lie. Like, me and my parents are both very... We're all... We're tiny. Everybody else in our family I is tall. I eat my full burger, and we're the same height. I don't know. What's this little people thing? I, 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 I look. I don't know. I mean, that's just what it is. Beep 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 beep. Anyway, I want a book oh. of appropriate behavior, a la Fer. Now, yeah, I know. I could, I could really, I really. So, Greg, let me ask you this because I'm sure we're gonna have another burger before the week is done. Yes. Are you going to eat your entire burger? I don't know if time? I can. I can't, oh I can't make that God. guarantee. I cannot make that guarantee. Then I will not be eating a burger with you this week. I mean, I really, I, I just don't know if I can. I, I know. like how you can set your mind to anything else, but you can't unset your mind to like just eat a full burger. It's. I mean, I'm not going to say I can't. If I were hungry enough, um, you know, and, and not like having a beer with it or something like that. Because that fills it up. Yeah, I mean, I can do it. I could do it. So if anybody else is going to Burger Week and can actually finish their food, let me know. I'd love to go get a burger. Without someone humiliating me. Oh, I've never really heard that rattlesnake before. Hello, my friends. Did you hear that in the background? The What? There was a rattlesnake noise. In this I've, music? Yeah, I've never heard it before. Here, I swear. Wait, listen. I'm going to go back a little bit. Listen. 
Wait, where was it? I heard it. I swear I heard it. I heard like a I'm not hearing any rattlesnake. Maybe it was your breathing. You're not kind of raspy. That! Was that you? <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> it's just me sipping my coffee. Oh making my a weird god, noise. I thought it was like a rat because it's called the song. It's called Rattlesnake Moan. That's what this uh, generic, royalty-free music bed is that I have. I'm like, wait, is that a fucking rattlesnake? Okay, that's enough. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jacob. Yeah, let's get a burger before cornhole. That sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does. <laughs> I'm just going to cut that piece of audio out. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up out of Fayette County, Georgia. Fayette County deputies are investigating a string of thefts that included five car break-ins, one stolen motorcycle, and one high-dollar heist of ramen noodles. Somebody has stolen nearly $100,000 Worth of ramen noodles that how? was sitting in a trailer parked in a Chevron station. How can you even fit $100,000 worth of ramen noodles in one trailer? Are there, like, fancy ramen noodles? I don't know. I mean... I mean, there's some, like, fancy ramen places here. Yeah, but $100,000 worth? $100,000 worth of ramen noodles. All right, so it was a 53-foot trailer that the ramen noodles were inside. 53-foot trailer. So that is so. Big. By how tall? Uh, I don't know. It says how many boxes? Well, it says uh, the noodle freight was stolen sometime at the beginning of August, and they have no idea where it is. I'm trying to do the math on it. Well, um, you don't. It's sorry. Don't hurt your head. Hundred thousand dollars. What would you even do? Like, how would you move that? I don't know. Maybe they, because it says they stole the trailer, but not the truck. I don't know if they just like hitched the trailer onto the back of the truck. No, oh, I mean, how would you move that much product? $100,000 worth of ramen? All right, yeah, Jez says. People buy backwoods ramen? Okay, Jez says it's 53 by 9 feet by 8 feet. So 53 feet by 9 feet by 8 feet. And he says, I drive a truck, those things hold a lot. All right. But I mean, what are you going to do with all those boxes of ramen? I don't know. Maybe they thought there was something else in there. Yeah, but you have them now. Yeah. So you're going to try to sell them. Black market ramen. We've had stories about people stealing cheese and meat. There's a black market for everything. Cheese and meat, I would think, are easier to move than boxes of ramen. And, I mean, I'm just saying these are terrible things. Who's to say? Have you ever, uh, like, been to Canal Street in New York? They sell everything. Like, you could probably sell some hot hot button ramen noodles out there. Long John's on Canal Street? I was bet by a police horse. Uh, Huh. All right. Honestly, I could see that there would be a market for it. All right. All right. So from food to food, McDonald's. I told you about the like the McCoin thing that they had. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird. But now they're doing a um, a giveaway where you can get a twenty four karat gold or McGold card. I don't know. That will get you free food at McDonald's for the next fifty years. So this is a, this is a contest that they're doing. Fifty, you're not going to live fifty years if you're eating McDonald's no, every day. No, no. McDonald's is offering customers the chance to get their hands on a 24 karat gold card, which will get the lucky winner lucky free food for the next fifty years. The card comes. Years. The card comes in the form of a phone case, which is kind of random because everyone's phones are different sizes. 
Um, but it's shaped in the in the form of a phone case, which will be engraved with the winner's name so they can show it off to everyone they know. Well, if you don't want to... Well, how, much, them, how much free McDonald's do you get? Like, how much per day? Uh, it just it says years of free food. It doesn't say what the limitations are. Um, let's see, you, you have to be over 13 years old. That's what it says so far. Um, the competition is they being anticipate run. The, they did the math on life expectancy, like when you start. Like. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so also, if you do win this, uh, then you can opt to, for a cash prize instead. What's cash prize? Doesn't say. The competition's being run through the McDonald's app. Always and take All the you cash. need to do to enter is to sign up and order a meal on the McDonald's app before August 24th. And then uh, you'll be able to email once a day to improve your chances. So get cracking hmm. on that. This is a complete side note about McDonald's, though, and um, prizes. Have you ever read the history of the Monopoly scandal? No. So you know the Monopoly game the McDonald's used to have? Yeah. There's, Where you peel it off of the plastic cup thing? Yes. And then every now and then there was like a, a winner where you got, like I think it was a million-dollar winner. There's there's an article about this, and you can look it up. I think AV Club. I just read it on there. Oh, apparently it's been optioned for a movie, which as it sh- absolutely should be. It's this crazy tale. So the guy who worked at the company that made the Monopoly pieces for McDonald's, they were in charge of manufacturing every now and then the $1 million stamp. Okay. That would go. That would be nobody would know about it except for the one security guy who was in charge of it, and he was in charge of going out to random McDonald's throughout the country, and he knew where it was put what? and would leave it in there mixed with everything else, so employees didn't know. Nobody knew. Nobody knew except this guy. He had a special case, briefcase for it, and everything. And he would just place it on one of them. And he would place. He would say where they were going to be placed, and then he would. Leave. Well, he eventually got hooked up with this guy. And I'm paraphrasing the story. I'm telling you, read it. It is fascinating. Uh, He got hooked up with a mafia guy uh, just by happenstance. They started talking, and he was bragging about how, yeah, I'm the guy who has the million-dollar stamps. And this mafia guy was like, huh, that sounds interesting. How did you do that? And he's like, how much could I pay you for one of those? So they worked out this scam to where he would say... Yeah, so it's in a special sealed envelope is okay. what it would be in, the, the, the million-dollar stamp, so mm-hmm. you would know. But what he would do is, if I, if I remember correctly, he figured out how to open it and reseal it, and he would seal in a, um, a non-winner. So he would take the winning ticket, but to everybody else, it looked like he delivered the winning ticket into the mix of the masses wherever in Topeka, Kansas or something. Yeah, yeah. And then he'd go about his business. Meanwhile, he would take those, and he'd sell them, for like fifty grand a pop to different people who pre who, who then go up, come up with their own story about how they found a million dollar ticket. Like, oh, I found it at this McDonald's. Okay, that's interesting. Totally interesting. Yeah. There's old commercials where they show you know the million dollar winners. Mm-hmm. Almost all of them turns out were totally in on the scam. McDonald's had no idea. So this old commercial where they show these people like I won a million dollars Monopoly. They paid 50 grand for that thing. Wow. And one of them is even the mafia guy himself is in it. <laughs> is in one of the um, in one of the McDonald's commercials. But that McDonald's is had so no crazy. idea. Yeah, it's fascinating story. And that's going to be made into a movie? Uh, yeah, that it's sounds, destined that to is, be a movie. That is destined to be a yeah, movie. I yeah, I would say and just look up McDonald's Monopoly scam. I think it's I think it's AV Club. It's pro- it seems to be spreading around everywhere now. But the reason it never became a huge story was he got busted and sentenced right before 9-11. So it just got buried. Oh, okay. And that's why people didn't know about it. Huh. It's, it's, All right, yeah, that's I'm interesting. telling you, I'm it's gonna so I'm going to be falling down that yeah. rabbit hole later. Yeah. 
Anyway, I just wanted to share that. All right. Well, if you, uh, yeah, also if you want to enter, yeah, get your, get your McDonald's gold card for free food for the next 50 years. 50 hours. Next up, this, this woman kind of reminded me of you, Greg, because this seems like something that you might do if you feel like slighted by somebody. Mm, that happens a lot. Police have arrested a Slovakian woman accused of playing opera for 16 years nonstop to get back at her neighbors for their barking dog. <laughs> <laughs> that takes some commitment. This woman, who has been identified as Eva, was arrested in the southern town of Storovo on Monday and is now facing charges of harassment and malicious persecution. 16 years. 16 years? Nonstop morning to night blasting opera. That's pretty, uh... So this woman... That's hardcore. Uh, is accused of playing the same four-minute song from uh, Giuseppe Verdi's La Traviata over and over again on full volume from morning until night. Four-minute song over and over and over and over again. Uh, media claims the woman initially cranked up the volume on her home entertainment system to drown out her neighbor's loud um, dog who, was, who wouldn't stop barking. But for some reason, she continued to keep on going even after the dog was not there anymore. Um, for 16 years, with neighbors furiously accusing the woman of harassment, uh, one of the neighbors said, I love Placido Domingo, um, referring to the Spanish opera singer who's the one who's singing in this, but not like this. She's making the whole street suffer. <laughs> so this is... What a vindictive woman. Yes. Wow. Is there a picture of her? Uh, it doesn't say, because they're not really fully identifying her. Okay. So her, her, she's just being going, uh, called Eva. Well, she has been arrested and she's been remanded into custody. And according to local media, could face up to three years in jail if convicted. Wow. Yeah, 16 years. Why did he wait 16 years to report her? I, I don't know if it was finally just that. Like was that's it. the breaking point? Because that that's a very minute. patient person. If you could wait that out for 16 years until finally like, okay, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I appreciate both of their... Tenacity. That's true, because I could see you on the other side, too, like being like, I can do it, I can do it, I yeah, can hold like, out. I'm not going to let that like when you do I'm not going to let them get to me, I'm not going to let them get to me. Because Greg will do this thing sometimes, where you like start singing a song, like and just loop it, Yep. and sing, and just forever. try to break me. And I, I've just learned how to completely tune them out. I'll break you eventually. No, you, you are you good. You end up laughing. I will tell you, well, that's, the, that's how I lose, if I laugh. Uh, but I, you, I'll, I'll give you this. You have gotten a lot better about holding out for a long oh, because time. I just I, I got to really go out. a long time to make that to annoy you now. If people could see behind the scenes like how bizarre you truly are. Like I seem like I'm the weird one. Oh, maybe I don't. No, if anyone listens to the show, they know that you're probably the weird one. I mean, you would just seem insane. You're not the sanest yourself, just so you know. I didn't say I'm the sanest, but I think I'm slightly saner than you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I finally do have an update. Uh, Thanks to Melissa for sending this to me. Um, And it is an update about the pooper intendant. Oh, what? No way. The pooper intendant. I thought he was getting sentenced. The school pooper intendant uh, who was accused of defecating on the high school track. Is going to be receiving compensation for losing his job. He's going to be receiving more than $100,000 from his school district, even though there is a video of him pooping How? on Why? the track. Why is he getting paid? 
So they're uh, they're agreeing to pay uh, Thomas Tramagli. I can always hate his last name. Tramaglini's full salary. Tramaglini's. <laughs> until until he officially resigns at the end of September, he also get two months severance pay and pay more than and get paid more than twenty thousand dollars for unused vacation days. And they aren't uh, contesting his unemployment a- um, application. So police say that staff members who have been monitoring the surveillance video uh, to see who was leaving human human feces were able to find him. So they do have video ev- evidence of him. However, he is still receiving over one hundred thousand dollars. Man, yes, I guess he's the winner. I think he's getting, well, he's going to be called the Poop pooper. Dan got his money? He's going to be called the pooper intent. Yeah, he got to get his jollies and he got the money. Yeah, his jollies, that's a weird way to say it. Yeah, he, uh, so Tramaglini, who was dubbed the pooper intendant, was charged with public defecation, lewdness, and littering. I would have got away with it, too. <laughs> no motive has been disclosed. Uh, Tramaglini's attorney says his client plans <laughs> to fight the allegations and his resignation should not be construed as an acknowledgement of guilt. How how do you fight it though? He's on video doing it like yeah. multiple times, right? Yeah. So I I, I mean there is a video. However, one of the videos, one of the most. So this is kind of like movie stuff right now. So what happened is, since that happened, a janitor accidentally taped over the original footage. <gasps> oh, a scandal! This is like the Monopoly thing you're talking about. There's some sort of, some sort of inside baseball thing going on. Do you think this is going to be like a Lifetime movie? A janitor is taped over the original footage. I don't think that they do. <laughs> I mean, if you got a movies. janitor taping over stuff, taped over the original footage that allegedly captured Tramaglini doing his business. Uh, they said during a court hearing that, um, yeah, so. They did say that was taped over, but prosecutors do say that police, however, did have some of the pertinent video footage saved to go against him. So they still, it's still pending, but in the meantime, he's making a sweet $100,000. Oh, boy. And getting away with it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think that's worth a movie. The pooper intendant? Mm Mm-hmm. That and the McDonald's story. I mean, you got two oh, blockbusters yeah, right there. Two of them, yes. Huge Academy Award winners the right there. Intendant. Do, 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 do. Okay, that's Greg. Enough. That's enough. That's enough. That'll do. All right, there you have it. That's your world crazy. Crazy! I feel like the crazy's in the air. I think the smoke is making us all crazy. Yes, Portland is very, very, very smoky right now. Mm-hmm. We have smoke from three different directions coming into the city. That's an exciting story. Greg. Canada, Washington, and California. Oh, boy. Oh, and Southern Oregon, too. So, but, I mean, that's the same direction. So, Anyway, uh, I got a little bit of ball talk, Sarah. You do. Little bit of ball talk. Yes, I do. Little bit of ball talk just for you. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Rocking out over there. First up in ball talk, there was a record amount for a signed baseball. It just sold this on Sunday. Sarah, uh, how much do you think this record baseball went for? Do you want to know who's on it? Yes. It's signed by 11 of baseball's first Hall of Fame inductees, including Babe Ruth and Ruth Gehrig. Babe Ruth and... Uh, Babe Ruth and Lou, Lou Gehrig. Gehrig. Yes. Yeah, I even knew that. Yeah, I know. Um, 2.5 million. 2.5 million. Oh, no, excuse me, not Lou Gehrig. Uh, Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, 
I get my baseball people mixed up. I don't know. You told me to guess, I guess. Babe Ruth, Honus Wagner, Ty Cobb, Cy Young. Lou Gehrig is way after that. Okay, how much did you say? 2.5 million. No, that's actually way more than what Oh, I didn't. Know. That's <laughs> why I guessed $600,000. $600,000. Oh, okay, I don't know. Wow, so I guess it's a steal as far as Sarah's <laughs> concerned. It's chump change in Sarah world. $600,000 for a baseball. You're that right, though. I would expect money. it to be a lot more. Yeah, I would Ty think Cobb, so. Babe Ruth, Honus Wagner. Honus? And Cy Young. Isn't that how you say his name? Oh, I don't, I've never heard the name. That's why Honest I was asking. Wagner? I don't know. Let's skip that story. <laughs> Moving on to ball talk. Oh, you should. I don't know. I, I know that people take their sports paraphernalia really seriously. A Philadelphia Eagles fan is seriously trolling the New England Patriots. So this is a Philadelphia Eagles fan by the name of Gina Lewis. And she is, quote, on, on her Twitter account, she says she is the biggest Eagles fan alive. Now, if you don't recall, the Eagles just beat the Patriots in the last Super Bowl. And now, so the uh, New England Patriots play in uh, Foxborough, which is just outside of Boston. And there's a preseason game that's going to be going on, and everybody's going there. Well, there's a billboard just outside of that on the highway leading to it. And she has purchased a sign congratulating the Eagles so that everybody going to the Patriots game gets to see that. It just says, Go Birds, (laughs) World Champs, and then a picture of an Eagles player tackling a New England Patriot. Oh. Doing a little trolling. <laughs> a little trolling I like some, of the Patriots some big fans. scale trolling. Yeah. That's good. I wonder how Patriots fans feel about that. All right. So moving on to Baltimore. Do we know that? Oh, yeah, we do. There could be one in our Foot of Point Supporters Club right earlier. now. I, I'm just saying that's what they did. I didn't do it. All right. Well, I'll just go to this one. The final one in Baltimore. And this, this story, I'm not going to lie, made me laugh earlier. Although I didn't quite know what this was at first. So the Bristol Rovers. What the hell is that? The Bristol Rovers. I believe it's a soccer team. Uh, Let me make sure actually what they are. Because they're actually the least interesting part of the story. But Bristol Rovers are a, yes, a soccer team. Okay. Soccer team based um, based in Bristol. So what happened is they were playing in their championship of their league. Over this last week. And during halftime, they have, you know, a bunch of bars that are there, of course, because it's soccer. And on they have a giant screen. And they were playing some different kinds of sports that were on this during, the, during halftime. Well, someone at the bar was able to get control of what was being shown on the television. And instead, the screen switched to something called Babe Station. Now, do you know what Babe Station is? Babe Station? Babe Station. Babe. Babe Station. No, I have no idea. I didn't know what Babe Station was either. But Babe Station is apparently a channel in uh, in at least Great Britain where it's like live cam girls, only it's over broadcast television as like a premium channel. Oh, So yeah. it's cam girls, and then you can call into a number and interact with them on live television. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's weird channels in Europe. Yeah, like in, Europe's weird. In uh, Italy and Spain, they have entire channels, uh, entire show 
that's just dedicated to like girls in sexy outfits stopping soccer balls as goalies. I, it was fascinating. Like it, they have like dim lighting and like like it's raining on them and they're in the bikinis and then somebody's kicking a soccer ball to them and it's in slow motion as they're grabbing the soccer ball and like shaking their hair as they like stop the goal. Wow, you're really enjoying describing this. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was hilarious. It was, I mean, wouldn't you stop and watch that? Just be like, what yes, the hell? That would be mesmerizing. Is this? Yeah. It's like we love soccer and we love babes. Let's watch this. <laughs> I mean, it was just so bizarre. So this is apparently one of those channels there. And so it's called Babe Station. And somebody got a hold of a universal remote that worked on their entire system and smushed it to Babe Station. And they couldn't apparently figure out how to get it turned off. Oh, no. So it was stuck on Babe Station for a while, you know, with children and the entire stadium watching, watching Babe Station uh, on all of the televisions. And... Um, so eventually, they were trying to figure out who it was, and it sounds like they did catch the person. So they had it on, they had him on tape, and some guy with the universal remote just holding up his hand, click. Like, oh my! But he on stage. And uh, but they did get him. They said they're going to try to prosecute him. And okay, come on. Yeah, I mean, seriously, that's funny. It's funny, and I guess it wasn't any hardcore scenes. It was just girls talking and probably saying things, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, come on. That's funny stuff. That I've done that before when I've been working at the bar and I've been watching something and I when it's still minors are still allowed. Uh-huh. I remember I was playing the room once and then you forget how many sex scenes are in the room until oh, yeah. there's like a child that wanders oh, the up. Room I'm, like, is almost, I'm like, oh God, no, don't look, no, stop. The <laughs> room is almost all sex scenes. And there's kind of a terrible movie around it. <laughs> Oh, anyway, Babe Station. Now you all know what that is. All that right. concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Well, now I want to look at Babe Station. I, yeah, it's. I had no After idea the about McDonald's it. thing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, there we go. Um, final word here before we close out for the show today. I did just see this. We got a message from our buddy Derek from Black's Pest Services, who can now officially talk about the panels that he's going to be doing. So Black's Pest Services, a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, blackspestservices.com. Call them. They are very cool. Derek is one of the people from Black's Pest Services who's also going to be at Rose City Comic Con, hosting panels for Rose City Comic Con, uh, talking about basically um, animals and how they would be uh, animals, animal-themed superheroes, in particular bugs, and how their pow- what their powers would be like if they actually did mimic the bugs they represent. Oh, wow. So one of them, one of them actually is about Wolverine. It's Wolverines don't howl. Talking about how Wolverines and the history of Wolverine and how Hugh Jackman thought. I believe he told me this. Like Hugh Jackman thought it was a wolf at first. Like it's, there's very there's a lot of confusion about Wolverine. Then also we've got let's see a couple of other ones. So there oh yeah there's a tick oriented one for the tick. Uh, for arachnid abilities. Arachnid abilities with a college professor that's coming out to join in that. So they're going to be talking about different arachnid themed obviously spider-man yeah of course you know and things like that and and so different panels along that and a whole bunch of different ones and so it's it's really cool that he's going to be part of that and uh again bro city comic-con and black's pest services coming together together as one yes and both sponsoring fun employment radio so thank you we're very grateful for both of them yes indeed all right i'm seeing people post pictures of burgers i'm gonna go and get one by myself i'm gonna ride my bike let me join no god no You have to go work anyway, don't you? I do. That's true. 
Well, maybe Send us an email. Funemploymentradio gmail.com. Give us a call 503 575 9120. If you tune in to the Fun Employment Radio Network, if you're a supporters club member, tune in live for Geek in the City later yes, today, 6 30 p.m. Pacific time, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. That was a weird noise. All right, so what time are we starting tomorrow? Tomorrow, 11 a.m., we'll be joined by one Mr. Jason Lamb. Ooh. I Jason know Lamb him. and Friends. I'm not sure who he's bringing. Okay. Jason Lamb and Friends joining we'll us. We'll be dressed dapperly and we'll make uh, us feel like frumpy, uh, poorly clothed people. He'll have his fancy shoes on. He'll have fancy, have shoes fancy shoes on. Shoes. Yeah. I wonder how much he freaks out if like one of his fancy Nikes gets like scuffed. You should try and find out. I, do, I know. No, I, don't. No, <laughs> I do not want to find out. <laughs> no. I do not want to find out. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun employment radio. Good that is, he would murder somebody. Yeah. I mean, like literally, he would find a way to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna scuff his shoes. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm gonna go get a burger.